the Lowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hey, Mike. John, welcome to the Command Pod. Tell us why you're here and what do you do? Well, thanks for having me and congratulations on your two-year anniversary. Oh, uh, thanks very much. So I run a, a little podcast called Tale of the Manticore and it's... Um, it's an experiment in fiction, which is... Not so little. Um, yeah, sorry. Well, it's we. Oh. Um, it's an experiment in fiction, and um, it's it's like 60% dark fantasy audio drama, almost told like a radio play style with sound effects and music, et cetera, et cetera. And then mm-hmm. it's for about 40% actual D&D game with uh, random tables and rolling dice and not knowing what's going to happen later. Uh, and wherever those two things collide, that's kind of uh, where my uh, show lives. It's hard to explain because there's kind of nothing that I know of that's really like that. No, there is nothing like it, which is what's fantastic about it. There are an awful lot of actual play RPG podcasts mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like ours. But yours is completely different because it's just you. You narrate the story, but then you pull in the rules as they determine the fate of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear readers, I would heartily rec- recommend that you try it. Now, um, I have questions. Just in the spirit of full disclosure, uh, am I yes. talking to uh, normal Mike or nasty Mike right now? Oh, you're talking to nor- nice. Uh, there is no, there is no na- nasty Mike. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we could, we're off into a subject here, but <laughs> you run a game that's brutal. Yeah, it's a bit nasty. Yeah, it can, it can be nasty. What is it? Is it basic expert? Like, what yeah. is it? Yeah, it's BX. 1981 sort of thing that that's kind about of right. thing what that's about right yeah bx yeah how did you get into dnd how well i mean when was it how old were you i think i was 11 years old and so i started yeah. with the uh, purple box moldvay and uh i got to 2e and then i i quit actually in my teens well and then that's it you just took a break completely. that's it yeah like, like a three that's decade break yeah it's <laughs> <Wow. laughs> a, a long break it's interesting that you went to dnd through Moldvay, basic expert that you, I mean, second edition, and you've gone back to it. You've got different segments in the show that you drop in to the narrative. Mm-hmm. One is when you drop in and you kind of talk about the changes, the tweaks you make to the rules. Yeah. How much do you do that as you go? How much did you sit before you started doing the show and go, right, I'm going to make some house rules that I'm going to need to run in order to make this work. I think there were about two or three things that I set up in advance. One of them was my ill-fated uh, luck attribute, which I felt very clever about doing at the time, and it failed. It just it crashed in flames. Right. I, I had a Cthulhu kind of thing in mind at the time, Yeah. but um, yeah, I used it once, and it <laughs> turned out to be completely useless. Uh, and the other thing was um, hit points. Hit points. I thought I, I can't have. Yeah. Um, I can't have the PCs or the monsters with like one hit point. Uh, I want a deadly game, but I didn't want it to be like pathetic, uh, especially <laughs> especially with the monsters. Actually, because you know, like you could have a yeah. monster with you know five hit points or something, and like an ogre with five hit points. And I thought that's not. That's not exciting at all. Uh, so I, but you maxed out hit points at the beginning, but then you've tweaked it again, right? I did because I realized at the time. I guess it felt like okay, this this is going to work out. But then by I don't know level three, I think I was like, oh no, my my characters are going to outstrip my monsters, and like that won't be fun or uh, exciting at all because they'll be they'll become superheroes, and yes. so. Uh, I think if I was to do it again, I would just say maximum hit points at first level, and then I think I would keep the min out at half uh, rule after that. Which is kind of where the newer editions have ended up in the end. But of course, they bumped up the hit points in all the classes in the newer editions, whereas you've got a wizard in the game, which is like D4 hit points. D4. Also, um, rogues get a D4 in basic. So yeah, they're... Actually, I've been very lucky with rolls for them, Um, so they're probably a little tougher than they should be. Uh, I've got to be careful that we don't spoil anything by yeah, talking yeah. about what happens. But I think we can, without spoiling things, we can say that when you claim that the dice decide and that there is no plot armor, you don't have to get deep into the into the show before you realize quite how brutal that situation can be. Actually, there's I think something in the intro says like the dice determine all, and then yes, <laughs> they they yeah. don't they don't actually they uh, don't quite. Well, I've got that's another question <laughs> I've got for you, but we'll get into that. There's plenty of like DM fiat. The massive benefit of the approach that you've taken is that it makes you sit forward in your chair a little at moments of tension. Uh, Dear readers, uh, this is one of the great benefits of Tale of the Manticore. Um, And to your remark just then about how DM fiat means that the dice don't decide everything, you're constructing a narrative and then you are letting the dice determine the outcomes when there are points of conflict or jeopardy. Is that a fair Mm -hmm. summary of the way it works? Yeah, I think that is fair. So I... 
I don't roll for every every little thing. Um, you know, the characters reach a T intersection. Do they go right or left? I, I wouldn't roll for that. No. But when we come down to anything that could really, really affect uh, the PCs or the story, then then I I tend to do that most of the time. I guess I kind of treat it as close to an actual game as I can. Like a real DM would occasionally just make a call. And so every now and then I'll just make a call. But then at the same time, you're moving pieces on the board in terms of the other characters, because we drop into the point of view of uh, NPCs. Yeah. And events from outside the character's experience affect their fortunes in the story. How much do you do that in advance and how reactive is that? It's a little bit of both. So um, right. there, there isn't a destination. Uh, there is no uh, set end game, uh, or at least there hasn't been until now. Because I'm, Now I'm kind of into the final chapters. Uh, so mm-hmm. so I, there is an inevitable end game. Um, sometimes, the, sometimes the story points itself in a certain direction and it's mm. almost definitely going to go there. Uh, maybe not for sure, for sure, but uh, almost definitely. Mm. But sometimes I don't know what's going to happen on the next page of script because I haven't played it yet and I haven't got there yet. Okay, so that adds to that feeling that, that things genuinely are up in the air. It is, I mean, it's really interesting. Tell me about the music. You write the music, which is fantastic. Some some of it, yeah. Uh, the introduction music, I don't write. And the introduction? Outrodu- I just said that word. Introduction, I like it. That's a perfectly cromulent word i I think the introduction and uh intro stuff is uh taken from you know copyright free stuff on the webs and every now and then i'll I'll use something in the middle but more and more and more i wanted to uh be using my own stuff and it's just a it's a hobby it's like doing a crossword for me i just make a little score the music is great the combat music i really like Oh, and it really kind of adds a sense of urgency. The show has a rhythm. It has a kind of it has a kind of kinetic quality. How do you put it together? Because the episodes are short, uh, dear readers, twenty five minutes, something like yeah, that. That's right. Somewhere that's around right. there, they're made of quick sections of story with lots of drama, and then drop ins with you talk about how you're guiding the story or the story decisions you've made. And then you talk about rules, decisions you've made, and how the rules are going to apply to things that are coming up. Which are, mm-hmm. How do you put that together, though? I mean, how do you construct it? You know, I guess it comes from the length. I think the the length of the show dictates a lot because at 25 minutes, and the reason why it's so short, well, originally it was because that would fit in a commute for me. And so that's kind of what I preferred to listen to. Uh, yeah. But it turns out that the show takes so long to make. There's no <laughs> way I could make it longer. It already takes, I don't know, 20 hours to say make a, an episode. Wow. Um, I mean, you can see where the work goes. It's, it's a lot, but it's it's a lot of play. It's not work for me. Well, most of it anyway. Most of it's really fun. Yeah. If it wasn't fun to do, you yeah. wouldn't do it because nobody's, yeah, oh, nobody's paying us anyway. I don't know if they're paying you. Oh, hell no. It doesn't, it doesn't take us anywhere near 20 hours to put together an hour of our show and it, <laughs> it shows. So that is fascinating. An enormous amount of work goes in. There are an enormous amount of elements. The tone is dark, right? I mean, yeah. really... Yeah. dark and grim and gritty because it is so short that sort of dictates the style of play because i i can't waste time with a lot of description or a lot of rambling and a lot of dialogue like things have to happen every episode like important yes. plot moving things must occur i yes. can't i can't sort of get into the weeds and and you know enjoy the sunset for very long 30 seconds yes but you know like a five minute prose on on a beautiful piece of nature doesn't happen yeah no but there are good very quick thumbnail nicely evocative pieces of description that kind of set the scene in terms of the environment they're in it's like um, an old school 1950s radio show yeah the old flash gordons and uh, stuff like that. exactly now i do have a couple of questions final questions from other listeners to your show. First of all, one of your listeners, a guy called Mike here in the UK, he asks, after his last two episodes, I don't know which two episodes that is, by the way, John, because mm-hmm. I'm probably behind this guy. How does he not have nightmares? <laughs> do you know what he's referring to? <laughs> I, I think I do. I think I do. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, how do I not have nightmares? Because I lie awake uh, at night thinking about what my characters are doing instead of sleeping, probably. A very good question that another one of our readers and another one of your listeners has sent me. Stuart says, in my head, a certain character is the protagonist. Do you, John, ever feel like that? And how would that impact you? So do you feel like any of the characters as you're putting the story together, do you center any one of them in your mind when you're working on this? No. Well, I don't have a favorite one. And so none of them come across to me as the star character. 
mm-hmm. and certainly any of them could um, wave goodbye at any at any given time. Well, there's, there is that, yeah. Yeah, but the, the story is shaping up to make one of the characters central to the story and the lore that kind of goes along with it, but that was all... Uh, just by random luck, really. Uh, like a lot of my story takes place in the mountains and deals with dwarves. I don't have any special, uh, yeah. you know, um, they're not my favorite uh, thing to play in a game. Or it just went that way, uh, yeah. and then it just kind of made sense for the story to stay there, and so it deepened. And sure. I think eighty percent of the people that do voices for me end up playing dwarves. I think of. Umura as the character that I think is at the center of things. Oh, where I am in the story so far. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're very careful how you are. <laughs> you're very careful your tone of voice. But like, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's oh, a shame. Yeah, well, <laughs> you intimated earlier that you're, as it were, you have an endpoint in sight now. There is, yeah. What episode are you on at the moment? I've just published fifty-eight. Where are you thinking you're going to end up? R- very roughly, without you must yeah. be careful because people might be like, "Oh, episode sixty is the final episode." People are like, "Oh God, things really are going to go south." But I mean, <laughs> y- y- you're thinking if the story doesn't zag crazily, like with a TPK or yeah. something, which you know, I, yeah. I guess that could happen at any time. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, it will probably go to about seventy-five or eighty episodes. Right. Maybe to next summer. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I think that's it. I mean, I have no more questions. Um, I have a request for you, Mm -hmm. which is the thing I like in your show that keeps the story racing along is your little status thing that you do. Yeah. So if you could read from this, please, could you do a status for us for our for our show that I might be able to use at some point? I'd be pleased to. (laughs) Give it a go. Give it a go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Parties. (laughs) Party status. Sessions. Lazy. Purple. Grumpy. Alessandra. Haughty. Buggy, feral, Parker, green. Thank you. That's Thank perfect. You. <laughs> Our dear readers who also listen to your show will find that funny. Nice. Thank you very much, John, for coming in and talking to us about uh, readers. It genuinely is worth checking out Tale of the Manticore. It's a fantastic podcast and it really is. This is a genuinely different thing that you should try out. You can find Tale of the Manticore on your podcast app of choice or you could learn more about the show at taleofthemanticore.blogspot.com. As always, uh, dear readers, any ratings or reviews you can leave us on your podcast app of choice are very gratefully received and help us with listings and so forth. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. You could email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and we will force your email into Paul's already distended sack and potentially read it out uh, in Mailbag Corner at the beginning of one of our shows. Otherwise, I've got no other business for you. So let's push on with episode 73 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Scroll Over Beethoven. (laughs) Thanks, John. Thank you, Mike. That was really fun. I'm most disappointed that my chilies didn't turn up today. They were supposed to turn up today and they haven't turned up. I started to use them on omelettes for breakfast. Oh, the, the yeah. The oil. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just, they're just delicious. They really are something else. Yeah, I'm halfway through my first jar. I haven't done the capers, but it's just I'm a bit worried about the the amount of salt. But Yeah, I mean, they, they're in... I, I wash them, wash yeah. all the salt off. But actually... They're quite a nice snack, a bit like olives, just a few yeah. capers with a little glass of whiskey or something. Um, yeah. Are they are nice. they big? Yeah, they're big. They're big proper capers. Cap- big, proper big capers, capers. in salt. Yeah. Have they got a st- they've got capers. a stalk on them? A bobbly bit. I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Johnny introduced me to these um, Sicilian chilies, which in oil, which are just astonishing. And then he's also talking about these salted capers. But these chilies are just just amazing. I started putting them in stuff for breakfast and things like that i wonder if you could put some capers in an omelette actually with the cheese because yeah. it's mm, yeah that sounds good because anything that really kind of adds a kind of a spikiness to eggs mm. and eggs and cheese and stuff like that it's all a bit kind of kind of a low level flavor it's nice comfort food kind of flavor but if you add some other stuff but johnny you should do the you should do the um sauce fed Verde, which is the anchovies, oh, yeah. capers, parsley, all minced together. Add that. To oh pasta. yeah, nice. Mm. That's basically yes. tartar. If you add, um, yeah, I'll have the same. Please hold the capers, hold the anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mike's nightmare. Capers and anchovies. <laughs> basically, they're the same thing. <laughs>
capers are the anchovies of the vegetable world. Capers are really nice. And anchovies are the capers of the sea. A blend of capers, anchovies and blue cheese. Yeah, yeah, blue cheese and and olives. You can take that disgusting little pace and you can fucking fire into space with William Shatner. Anyway, enough about revolting foods. Good evening, everybody. Hello. How is everybody? Oh, much better than last time. Thank you. Uh, are you? Well, you aren't going to be better for long. I don't think we really need to recap or do anything. If you recall, Uncle Buggy had started your second assault on the Shrine of Hooves. He's thrown open the door. You've got horrible worm zombies in front of you and one of these hinge-headed, horrible screaming things. And as Buggy opened the door, this thing opened its giant jaw and screamed this is not good news no because we're all in the area you're all in the area of effect of the shriek the shriek is not a fear effect or a mind affecting effect can everybody i never make saving give me a wisdom save dc 14 and you You really wouldn't really really want to make this save yeah. Which one's screaming? Sorry, the first... Horror zombie, the one at the back. Oh, the wisdom back. save. Okay, here we go. Oh, wisdom yeah, save. Well, it, it won't. Ooh, somebody's rolled to come in with a big number. Alessandra's rolled a 20. I'm going to have to use an... Uh, no, what dice? You're going to have to use an ought dice. Session. Okay. I think even with the ought dice, it probably won't. 16. Go. 16 from sessions. Is that enough? By the way, what are we trying to get? 16 is enough. DC 14, wisdom okay. save. What about Parker. Yeah, no, I can't do it. Ooh, that's a uh, oh dear. Uh, that's not good. Burple's rolled an eighteen with his ought dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a save. Parker has failed. So who have we got left? Me. But I've got my ears blocked, so I get a roll at advantage. You get to save at advantage. Sorry, Alessandro, you should have saved at advantage. So didn't, didn't need to. Thirteen and uh, fourteen. Oh, phew. Fourteen is what you needed. This is horror zombies screaming, right? Yeah. Would you I like to use your I'm ought dice? I'm going to use my marker. ought dice. Yes. This is basically just an ought dice depletion device. Yes. And you make it. 30, yeah. Okay, you're all fine. Yep. Okay, can Piece I carry on my go? You can. I won't the door. I'm going to do a shatter spell, and I'm using my wrath, um, what's it called? Channel Divinity Destructive Wrath to maximize the damage. Understood. So it takes 24 points of damage, save to... Which one? Half. Both of them are affected. What's the DC of the save? Is there a save? It's DC 13. Okay. Uh, uh, what type of save is it? It's constitution. Yeah. 10 foot radius. So I'll focus it right next to the front of the horizombe. So if there's anything horizombe. behind that, if there's anything behind the horror zombie, it will also fall in the 10 foot radius. I prefer the horizontal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk so to me about the... Only a 10-foot radius sphere. Those doors are open, are they? So anything within 10 feet of the corner of the horizontal square nearest you. Yes. The horizontal. Yes. Horizontal. First of all, we'll go with foot backwards. Your old friend. Rolls a 16 and saves. Blue dies. And uh, then rolling for hinge head horizontal. Ooh. Not Ooh. a good number, but it's Ooh. a spell, right? Um, it's a noise. Yeah, but it's still a spell. Is that an uh, advantage? Is that a You're casting seven? a shatter spell, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not got enough. It's still right. So horror zombie got hit with the full welly of that. Foot backwards, it looked like foot backwards resisted it a little. Yeah. Yeah. Then as my bonus action, I'm moving the claw. We'll yep. Go up and attack horror zombie. 11. 11 is a miss. And that's my go. I think we're rolling initiative, right? Yeah. Off we go in that case. I'll roll for these people. Ooh, 15 plus 18 in total. Ooh. Alessandra. 22 for sessions. 17 for Burple Herpish. What about Sandra? Alessandra gets a 17. She uh-huh. doesn't respond to Sandra or Ali. Hey, Sandra. Ali. <laughs> Go on, Sandra. None of them. Uncle Buggy. 20. Parker, 18. Sessions, 22. Burple, 17. Sandra, 17. Right? Doesn't respond to Burple. It's Burple Herpish. Thank you. Okay. Top of round one. Sandra. <laughs> Sessions deeper <laughs> on 22. Um, right. Sessions doesn't like being at the top of the round. No, really no, doesn't. No, no, no. Can you, very, can you do your, um, your whirling blades? He wants a magic item that means he rolls initiative at disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> Sessions, why, you, He's like, can I roll the alt dice to take it off? Take the lower of the two numbers. 
protection from evil on Parker. Uh, has that effect kicked in yet? No, I haven't stepped into the room yet. Yeah, no, so then you go in the room. So you can do but that, and no, then he he can go in the room. No, but better would be to have the um, spirit guardians, because then we need, don't need to worry about worms. This is true. That's, true. that's Foot actually backwards is absolutely seething with worms. That's, it's However, huge head horror thing. zombie is not. It's protection but, from evil. Concentration. Yes, concentration. Oh, do do yeah. do the blades. Oh, I'm gonna do. Uh, I think. Uh, do 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 the blades. Do 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 do, do, do the blades. Do 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 the blades. Do the blades. I did an interview with a guy do, do, recently do bla- blades. about podcasting, and he said that he thought our show, prepare yourselves for this, uh, reminded him of the goodies. <laughs> the goodies. Goodies. Gumdrops. So sessions is going to I told the fuck right off, thump. basically. There we go. Nice and simple. Never gets repeated, does it, the goodies? I'm it sure does. there are some it very does. problematic oh, episodes I, in there. It's on the yeah, something. Sure. It's on the occasional <laughs> oh, moment. Oh, 1975. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's on Britbox. Yeah. Is it? Nobody um, has Britbox. I think I do. Nobody has. Well, is it that like, what's it called? What's the other one? GB News. <laughs> Where did that go? Yeah. That worked well, didn't it? I'm going to nip down into the room, peer yes. over Uncle Buggy's shoulder. Yes. In this wow. bonus this action. Bold. I'm going to throw the crushing coin at foot backwards. Yes. Because that is a bonus action now. Yep. Hits armor class 25. Armor class 25 is obviously a hit. Yep. 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 Ooh. 11 point the damage. Force damage. Force the damage. damage. 11 point the damage. What? The damage. Then I'm going to step back to points next of to um, Uncle Buggy, but pressed against the wall hiding. And for my action, I will invoke the spirit guardians as requested by my illustrious colleagues. On a tactical note, shouldn't we be going after Horror Zombie, not wow. foot backwards? Oh, that was Sessions, right? Fast, efficient, effective. Yeah, quite brave for Sessions. Well, you know, it's time for... Uncle Buggy! Uh, Uncle Buggy. Well, I'm right, doing First it. of all, you start your turn in the Spirit Guardians. That's okay, because he's a nominated chum. I don't remember you nominating anybody. Yeah, all my chums. Well, obviously, I'm Uncle sure Buggy would normally be taken as red, but I mean, I don't <laughs> remember you actually saying, before you cast it, that you were excluding anybody. Michael Burnett. I'm just fucking with you, but, you know, you just got to be careful. Yeah, country, country. I mean, I don't mind. Oh, and do we have to say that we're breathing as well? <laughs> Every round that we're breathing in and breathing out? <laughs> I can see them all from there, yeah? Yeah. It's not the seeing, it's the saying. I'm going to do... Um, this is how my character's been built. I'm going to loosen the enemy up with the cleric spells before I go in with the rage. So, another shatter spell. Same place. DC 13. Constitution save. Gotcha. Foot backwards rolls a seven and fails. Ooh. Hingehead horror zombie Ooh. rolls a five and fails. How much damage was that? Okay, so it's not maxed out this time. It's still very good. It's, yeah. Um, oh, when I say, when I say very good, I mean crap. kind of Eight good. Eight points of damage. Oh, that's miserable. Why the am You sold it well, but just in the end, the delivery yes. was a bit flat. Bottom oh. line is that you know they're both looking quite mashed up by that right and then yes also how my character's built i'm using the uh, spirit weapon to bash <laughs> okay. horror zombie hitting horror zombie yep with a bonus action uh, Ooh, 12. No, no you're not 12, 12 is a miss on horror zombie okay and that was it you're not then pushing in and no okay of course parker on 18 did you say that foot backwards is looking pretty ropey they're both looking damaged about equally damaged but like over half or oh, no no I mean nothing like that okay right so I guess when I step into the room this effect is going to take place isn't it I mean we'll we'll find out when you get we'll there we'll find out so I will step up to this creature what you feel a clutching dread climb up through your form from the floor the moment you step into that mm-hmm. corridor and you are and you have the frightened condition that's right okay and I didn't get a save nope no save 
Okay, so I have a disadvantage on attack rolls this round. I think you do, yes. Hang on, I just need to check whether... Do you I can't to move any a... closer to the source of your fear. The source oh, of your fear on, no. is this shrine. Right, now I haven't had my action, so in this round you can use an action to end the effect. So I basically yeah. step up and I end the effect. Yeah. And that's my round. Well, you can keep moving if you want. Do we need to move in one further? Mm, I'll move two in further either. Yeah, without two further either. Yeah, actually, I'll do that. I'll move up to Horror Zombie. Okay. Two further either. Okay. Two Sandra? further either. Who? Sorry? Sorry. Okay. Who? Moving on. Burple. Alessandra. Oh. Alessandra. Mm-hmm. Not Ali. Ali. Not Sandra. Alessandra. Mm-hmm. Will move in towards the double doors, but not crossing the threshold. And she'll be shooting at Horror Zombie with her crossbow. There's going to be a bit of... Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll let you figure that one out. Yeah, yeah. I have. Hitting armor class 18. That's a hit. So she'll be doing, to start with, nine points, mm-hmm. and then to follow on, a further 19 points, so 28 points in total. Yes. And then she'll be okay, stepping I'll back. I'll tell you now house. that Horror Zombie is looking really very unwell as a result of what I have to say was a very good shot. Good shot, sir. Good shot, sir. And then she'll be, see, good shot. she'll be stepping back. Back. Thank you very much indeed. Purple. I want to look back through the doors, just check behind. No, us. there's nothing. There's nothing moving. There's no sounds. Nothing since that kind of clunk that you heard before. Okay. Well, I will go to get a line of sight on Horror Zombie, and I'll do dissonant whispers on him. So mm-hmm. let's have a saving throw, please. I'm only going to do it first of all. Ooh, fails that. Oh, hold up. At advantage. I forgot to roll it. Uh fails. Blue dice is not working for you tonight, is it? I told him, you know, but anyway, he wouldn't listen. If you recall, you asked me to change to the orange dice. You did? Yeah. And then when I persisted with him because I kept on saving, you said, I only told you to roll them just for my round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to go back to the blue dice. So I have. And that's you know, all yeah. part of my plan. Right. So it takes 11 points of damage and has to run away. It doesn't have to run away. Okay. You're not quite sure why. It doesn't look like it's scared of you, but it does look like it took the damage. And then it's them. First thing that happens. Spirit Guardians, saving throws, possibly. Foot backwards must make a saving throw against the... Doesn't say that it's fear, Mike. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. The creature doesn't move into obvious dangerous ground, such as a fire or a pit. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. A deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save. In that case, it moves away from you. Bye. Let's pick things back up. First of all, foot backwards. It's got to make a save against the Spirit Guardians. What's the DC? 15. Doesn't Parker get an attack of opportunity when it moves away? Oh, I'm very sorry. And potentially buggy too. Unpicking a load of stuff. Sorry. Yes, Parker, you get an attack of opportunity on Horror Zombie when it runs away. Yes. Does my spiritual weapon do the same? It does, Ooh, it 19. does. We'll get onto it straight away. Uh, 19's a hit. Eight. Eight points of damage. Oh, yes. 20. Still alive. It's a critical. Oh, now. Uncle Buggy. Do I want to right. gamble? <laughs> God. For a potentially life-changing amount of damage. Does it look like it's quite weak, this thing? It looks extremely weak. All right, I'm just going to do double damage then. Okay, off you go. So I roll D8 twice and add two... 15 points of damage. I'm not going to dress this up. It's it's obliterated. Yes. Now, that was Burple's turn. Yeah. Parker and Buggy have just used their reactions. Am I right? Um, yes. So now we must roll a saving throw for Foot Backwards, who is in the Spirit Guardians. Yes. At advantage. It rolls a 20. <laughs> Takes half damage. It seemed to sort of knit itself together a little bit just by the way just before it took that damage oh do you think this is hallowed ground and they get some sort of regenerative thing your experience of these worm creatures is that they do seem to heal themselves a little there's something else on these worm creatures but we'll get to that in a half second. of 11 you think net net it's basically pretty much not miles off where it was oh. it seemed to sort of redeathify a bit and then be zapped by your playing cards. No. Uh, oh. Then it must decide what it wants to do. It will attack Parker with two slam attacks. First slam attack hits armor class 18. Is a miss. Second slam attack hits armor class... Uh, is a miss. 
13. And then it heads off. Sessions. Yes. Benefit of the doubt, would you like an attack of opportunity from your coin as it moves away? If I'm allowed, I will give it a go. 11. I have a thing in the back of my mind that says that 11 might actually be enough. If he's got a backwards first, dexterity is not going to be very good, is it? Oh, you would know all about that, Paul. Hey. Every time you keep giving me opportunities. Uh, 11 is a hit, Sessions. Then it's... I'm writing to the committee. Uh, really. 11 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 11 points of damage. It stumbles a little as your coin thwacks it on the back of the bonds. Tell me about it. And around the corner, steps. Hooves. Oh, thank God for that. I thought it was run away. Hooves has clearly just been waiting around the corner. Hooves raises his ebony night black hammer of doom in one hand. Yeah. Gestures down the corridor. He says, Fools. Why do you disturb me in my place of unholiness? <laughs> He's going to cast this horrible, psychic, nasty. He has no alternative. You've come round his ass. He is going to cast it on the people he can he knows about. So he's not going to get Purple. Ha. He's going to get Parker, Love Sessions, it. Buggy and Sandra. Who? It's a DC uh, 17 <laughs> intelligence save. Ooh. Oh, what? Not intelligence. We're all I've guys forgotten about shit this. in this party. Intelligence save is just an absolute fucker. <laughs> mm, that's where you put all those points. <laughs> Off you go, please, now, people. It's your time to shine. Let's start with Sandra, for example. Alessandra is going to use... Oh, oh Sessions got Sessions has saved. Oh, dice. What, because she's rolled an eight? 13. Is that going to be a no? That's not going to be enough, right? Here goes the end of the evening. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, because, oh dear, nine. Right, let's go round. So, basically, Sandra, did you say? Uh, No, but she's rolling using her... Ort dice? Let's do it. Off you go. This is the stupid thing with the disadvantage. 24. 24. Okay, you save. Sessions, you saved. I saved with 21. Uncle Buggy, you failed. I'm going to use my Ort dice. Yep, off you go. Do I have an extra dice from something? Like the Mind Flare thing? You do, oh, yeah, Uncle Buggy, because yes. of your leap. you got a once-only Oort dice that you could Ooh. spend for good. And then you'll okay. have your standard Oort dice that repeats. Standard one now, so I roll a yeah. 12 plus 1d6. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Well done, Uncle Buggy. Good use of the Oort dice. Finally, Parker. Have you already used your Oort dice? Somebody yes, has. Yes, I did. I used so, Parker, you failed. I'm very honest. Honestly dead. Yeah. Right. Let's dead, do... but not forgotten. The damage. Uh, it's not that it's not that awful I mean it's not great but it's not like super awful we incarnate him so So back 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 together together. on the druid's table play him as a badger limbs in different places (laughs) let's get the damage done so here we go 24 points of damage 12 on those who saved alright that wasn't so bad was it you thought that was yeah, going to be worse, that's didn't not, you? that's not the problem, though. That's true. That's not the problem. Parker. Parker. If it is the real Parker. You yeah, have to spend your on, next... On. I need to make a constitution saving throw, don't I? Oh, you do. Against DC 12. 10. Oh, sorry. 10 or half the damage dealt. I always forget. Yes. Nice. Me too. 24. Okay, oh, yeah. And Uncle good Buggy. Bolton. Yes. 15, 18. <laughs> Parker, protection You have muddled thoughts for one minute, during which your mm. eyes buzz like little <laughs> fly killer uh, <laughs> lights. This isn't uh, Hunger of Hadar. No, this no. isn't Hunger of Hadar, no. Uh, for the next minute, mm. you must roll a d6 and subtract that number from yes. all of your attack rolls and ability checks, it's as well one, as any yes. constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. We've had this last time. Yeah. We most certainly have. It's the most annoying thing ever. It's the most annoying thing ever, basically. All wrapped up in a lovely little package with a bow on top. That was Hooves' first thing. First the next thing. thing that Hooves does. Ooh, I mean, I could. I mean... I mean, it's tempting. So tempting. Save it. No, there is a sort of weird kind of... <laughs> and Hooves vanishes. Oh, you fucker. What's that, Mr. Medificker. 
Misty step. Invisibility. What do you reckon? You teleported last there time. There might have been a bit of mist going on there. There might have been a bit of mist. Beginning of round two, sessions on 22. First of Parker's 10 rounds of minus a d6. Well, so sessions will move to behind Uncle Buggy. Direct a bonus action, the crushing coin, onto um, foot backwards. Yes. And give him a bit of a whack. Sorry, now I'm really slow because this... Uh, and you got the one screen working. I've got no sympathy. I'll do the whole thing off a single laptop. And the other laptop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm class 19. I think it might be a hit. Yes, yes, yes. Makes you feel uh, for nine points of damage. Okay, looking. Hmm. Then I think I will just do a nice simple... Um, Can't believe I missed Parker. Salad with some just yeah, tumbling warm, dice. crusty bread. Oh, okay. And then yes. I'll step back into the pocket. So on foot backwards, it's got to make a save. It's got to make a save, DC 15. Make a save with a 20. <laughs> no Jeez. more effect, and Sessions wanders back into the uh, yeah. shelter of the other room. Well, okay. No, I don't want to attack, attack. Uh, Uncle Buggy. It's your time to uh, shine, Uncle Buggy. Why aren't you going to move forward, Sessions, so you can do the blade thing on the backwards, foot backwards? I don't think I can go into the room, can I? Well, you won't know until you've. No, he in. can't. I can't. I can't make the save. I, if I cast protection from evil on myself, then I have to drop the spirit yeah. guardians. But you could go f at least five foot in just for one round until you get pushed away. What? No, what, if you can't. If you, I could have, but I didn't think about it during my go. But it's still your go. <laughs> if you <laughs> went in that five foot in front of me, you'd have the fear effect affecting next round. But foot backwards would get a round of blade barrier or whatever. What? Just a suggestion. No, it won't. No, it doesn't reach. doesn't reach. 5, 10, 15. Ah. There. Okay. See? So I'll stay where I was. All right. My go. I'm going to move up to foot backwards. Give me a perception check. 10. You think that hooves might be just standing around the corner from you. Not so that you can, you know, it's a, it's a difficult corner, but you just can sense a presence. Can I carry on moving? I can move through the opponent as a hobbit. Yes. Which corner is he in? He it goes like he's just to your left. I'll go right round. Okay, so you're running round foot backwards. Yeah. 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 And you're running up to hooves. He goes. Yeah. What is this little fairy thing? Uh, what about this fear thing? Do I fear my feel my um, protection from evil is protecting me against that? It does. Your protection from evil is protecting you. Yes. Does it feel like the fear effect is? emanating from this room or is it just that short section in a corridor do you mean do you feel like there's a fear effect that you're currently resisting or has it gone away but has it gone I, away when i step into this large chamber i don't know that you would know that but let's just say that you would you feel it's still there right and, and there's an altar with a scroll with scrolls on it where's that yes on the southern wall so on the other side of the room from you you've turned left into the room if you hmm. turned right, you would have been on a wall running along with the altar in the middle and the scrolls on it. Okay, is there, is there some weird cackly, crackling thing coming out of the scroll? There's a crackling green beam of energy running from the scrolls at the southern side of the room, running through the room and into the doors at the northern side of the room. It divides the room in two in that sense. Yeah, right. Do, do people think I should go and smash up the scroll before attack this hoof thing? I can move 70 feet or do you move thief? You'd get an attack of opportunity on you there. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll just bash the hoof thing then. Is someone else going to deal with the scroll? Hoof man. I'm bashing hoof man. It's a big, fat, scabby, you think probably at some point this thing was once a tiefling. There's a vestigial pointed tail there. Vestigial horns growing from its temples. Okay. It doesn't look very nice. Bash it with the, the axe. Okay. First one. Mm-hmm. 14. 14 is a miss. Second one. 17. 17 is a hit. I do. What are you hitting it with? A magical cold weapon. 16 yep. points of damage. 16 points of damage. Four of which is cold. Got it. And then I'm moving my spiritual weapon to bash it. Yes. Uh, 13. 13 not enough. And that's my go. Parker. On 18. Yeah. Run back, close the doors. No, I'm just wondering whether it's any value in us dealing with the scrolls now, Johnny, or whether we just... I mean, if you've started on hooves, I might as well come round and... 
whack him as well, right? I or don't should know. I should I try and take out foot backwards first and then I, I think the thing is is you're rolling minus six minus one D six on stuff. Mm. One thing that you can do is do the scrolls. Well I'm yeah, but I mean at the moment I'm a, basically I'm attacking at plus eight minus one D six. So I'm still attacking at plus. Yeah. I'm not attacking at disadvantage, am I, Mike? Just minus one D six. No, because you're not under the frightened effect. Yeah, right. So I'm just basically attacking at minus one D six. Well, if you want to, um, yeah, okay. Well, go for go for hooves, or foot, uh, you know, and or foot backwards. But I think the thing is, is if we get the scrolls, we're going to massive. If you destroy the scrolls, you're going to bugger up what they're trying to do. And it might take a lot of power away from them as well. But are we definitely sure that we should be destroying these scrolls? Or yes. Do well, we, we should not... be trying to disrupt whatever ritual is going on here. Yeah. By moving over there, you help help me with spell targeting by getting out of the way. Just throwing what, that over to the scrolls. Y- yes. In theory, I can hit. I can hit them with a spell without getting my, lucky. But my with only you where you is, are, I is can't. Is it going to be a big problem if we've destroyed these scrolls? You don't need to destroy them, do you? You need sure? to. You need to. Well, we need to figure out how to disrupt the spell. What it looks to me like, if you look at where that line goes, it's going straight up towards the worm. So that's basically pushing the power into the Ugas star Yeah, but I definitely don't want to stand in its name. way, right? I'm just wondering, picking these things up is, I mean... It might, it, it, that may well not be it. We may have to destroy who's first and then figure it out after. Well, that's sort of what I was thinking as well. But if you if you stay around there, I can't do my No, no, I mean, well. I'm going to move, if I do move, I'm going to move past foot backwards. Yeah. And then attack hooves as well. Yeah, which means I can't do my spell. Why don't you go go after foot backwards in front of him by the crushing coin? What you could do is move up, hit foot backwards, and then decide what to do if you take foot backwards down. Okay, look, just wondering. So the thing about foot backwards is he's not really very effective, whereas hooves... No, he is. He regenerates. He's taking some damage. Maybe you could try and finish him off. Yeah, take the guns. Okay, I'm going to move up to hooves yeah and i'm going to hit him going to foot yep. backwards you're going to foot backwards not hooves that's seven plus um okay. eight <laughs> is 15 15 minus, to hit on foot backwards yep yeah minus, oh, minus three is still a hit is still a hit mm-hmm. um what are you hitting it with the quarter staff yep not the whole so thing. that's yep. <laughs> That's uh, 10 points from hooves. Not hooves. Not hooves, foot backwards. Oh, sorry, yes. foot backwards. Oh, it's God. fine, it's alright. It's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll coach you through it. It's fine, we're with you. <laughs> Second attack is uh, oh, a 19. Nice. That that's going to be yep, a hit, by way. Thump, yep. And that's another Ooh, 8 points of damage. Solidly bloody. Oh, more than bloodied now. Yes, looking unhappy. I mean, it was looking unhappy at the beginning, but you know what I mean. She was looking unhappy, yep. Anything else? That's it for the quarterstaff, is it? Yes. Oh, now you've got to think about whether or not to use the old flurry of blows. Well, no, first of all, I get the bonus action, which would be an unarmed strike. I'm wondering whether I should move mm. up to do the unarmed strike on hooves. Well, yeah. Then Burple so can't use his spell, well, he apparently if you, wants to if, Yeah, but if you're where you are, I can't use it either. So it's fine. Just do what okay. you need to do. I'll, I'll figure something else out. Well, I will take one further step next to Buggy, and I will mm-hmm. attack Hooves, getting armor class 22 minus... Oh, 17. 17 is a hit on Six Hooves. On Hooves, doing four points of damage on Hooves. Okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's not yeah, very thanks. much damage. I mean, I'm trying to think of a way, an exciting way of putting it. But... His foot backwards... How how ropey is foot backwards looking now? Uh, foot backwards is looking very very ropey. But he's going to regenerate some, isn't he, in this round? She hopefully son, uh, yeah. No sexism. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that was Parker. It was all a bit weird, but there we go. Sandra. <laughs> it's not Sandra. It's Alessandra. Not Sandra. Not Ali. Or Alice. <laughs> Alessandra. <laughs> Is going to step up next two uh, sessions, but uh, firing straight at foot backwards. Yeah. Uh, with a crossbow. Oh, oh lovely. Nice. Damn it. Critical. Oh, natural 20. Now. Now. Sandra. Life-changing Sandra. Amount. Now, Sandra. Life-changing amount of damage at stake. No. 
No. No. Just damage. No, just damage. Just, you're going to take the money. Snake attack. No, I'm just going to do the snake damage. Attack. Crossbow damage. I've had such a lovely time. <laughs> so, I'm, what do I do? Roll it. I can never remember. You roll the, the damage twice and the sneak attack once. And add the damage no, modifiers once. You know no, what? Double sneak attacks, attacks attack. doubled as well. Let's, you, you, you guys <laughs> keep talking about that while I delete foot backwards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Double dice. Come on. Foot backwards is now just foot. That's all that's left. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to roll of the, the backwards sneak is gone. attack yeah. as well. I think you so double the sneak. It's a lot what? of damage. And she's going to step back around to Sessions and just say to Sessions, any chance of a protection from evil? Question mark. Purple herpish, purple, purple herpish. Purple herpish. Purple herpish. We'll do his pointless your spell. We'll do his pointless spell again. What's the pointless spell? It's confusion, but he gets advantage on saving throws, doesn't he? So, so it never works. But it's all I've got, really. I'm just going to sulk in the corner, actually, is what I'm going to do. Didn't you have fairy fire or something? I do have fairy a, fire. Which but would, that give would us help. advantage All on right, attacks. I'll, yes, I will do fairy fire on it. It gets a saving throw, a deck save DC 14. Am oh, I missing do. something? Um, I'm doing a weaker spell. Well, hooves? You can't see hooves. I don't He's... need to see hooves. It's an area of effect. So where are you centering it? Uh, it's a 20-foot cube. Mm -hmm. So I will center it next to Parker. Oh, yes. okay, so hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, just go around corners. Shit. You've got to put it somewhere Shitting. where it can get him. Shitting and cock. If you, do it, if you get it wrong, <laughs> target the spell, you've got to have a line oh, of effect too. God, yeah. it's just nothing works. Get it wrong, who's as advantage from everybody else that you paint with it, including Buggy and Parker? <laughs> well, it was his idea. I just went, okay, I'll do that then. Okay. I was going oh, to do something you which I had worked out meticulously, as which is a 10-foot radius. Well, why are you listening to me, for God's sakes? You never know. There's a small chance mm. he will fail. All right, so I'm doing, doing, I'm doing confusion. I'm centering it here, right? More great it's radius. It's a 10-foot radius. Then you have yeah. to have a line of effect to the target. Well, it fills an area, doesn't it, as we, as we have established. It's not like a fireball yeah, or a gas cloud. Corners. No. Uh, it, it says each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose. Yeah. So the point that you choose has to be there. Mm. And More then it radio. would get buggy at but myself as well. Can I, can I see it square? Can I target it? Yes. Yes. If you stand in the right if you stand in the right place, you'll be able to see it square. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, in which case, I will do dissonant whispers on it. Let's do it at. Let's oh, ooh, it's a one with the first dice. Fourth level. <laughs> Sorry, throwing in them. <laughs> uh, but Mike, uh, that's a one. And then and oh, another, it's another one. one. So now, it's critically failed, so it takes double damage. One moment. <laughs> I'm going to have to look something up. That's one in 400. It's a very effective fourth level spell, I tell you. <laughs> Oh, Let me just check something. That's the worst of all fails. It's only 6d6 damage. moment, please. I'm just checking uh, something. It's just getting to be... Oh, it's death. immune. It's immune to your, your, your spell, even though it failed. No, no, it's not immune, <laughs> but it might get another... Uh, it does get another chance. What? How? What? Well, it has a, a trait. That it's rolled one twice and it gets another chance. Once per short rest, when you make an ability check or saving throw, you can use this feature. Oh, hold up. That is not going to help it because it's only rolled a one. So that has succeeded. Okay. Damn it. Um, and it's a critical fail, obviously, so it takes double damage, right? Uh, well, well, let's not peer too um, <laughs> closely at that Damn invented it. thing. But, yeah. but what? <laughs> just, just, just tell me about. Tell me about. Just pretend. You know, uh, just okay, on. so it takes eleven, eleven plus uh, ten, so it takes twenty-one points of psychic damage, and it has to run away from me for use its reaction to run away from me. Right. Okay. Provoking attacks of opportunity, I would imagine. Yes, yes, yes. It must do. It can't run through Buggy. Don't think so. Or Parker. Or Parker. So it takes a step out of the corner. It has to, to get round. Yep. Yeah. yep. Then it must take a step across past Parker. Yep. That's the yep. most direct route to get away from you. Attack of opportunity from Buggy. Buggy, yep. you get an attack of opportunity on it. Okay, here we go. 24. 24. Oh, is a hit. Lovely. Four, 18 oh. points of damage, six of which is cold. 
18 Ooh. points of damage I mean, plus my know, 21. It, bearing in mind you've just started, it's not look. It's it's you know. Uh, and then it takes and another step hold away. On, hold on, wasn't there what? Buggy's crushing coin? Isn't there a crushing? Yeah, coin but he hasn't. He hasn't stepped away from Buggy's crushing coin yet. Buggy's Buggy's just had an attack session. Sessions, sessions, yeah. Sessions is so heavily and um, successfully plastered against the wall around the corner (laughs) that he has no idea. All right, all right. Um, Hooves now has to take another step away from Burble. He's used this is his third square of movement, so he's still got further to go. Right? Yeah. Doesn't draw an attack opportunity by doing so, but then he steps into the green beam. Now, Mm. the moment he does so. What? Attacks of opportunity with Parker. Let's start with Parker. Okay, it's 11, 19, minus oh. a d6. It's a miss. Oh. It's a miss. Hooves goes, <laughs> My power has hindered you. And then he keeps moving. Does Hooves. Hooving along. What happens when he goes into the green beam? Does it look like Absolutely it's damaging him, healing nothing. him? Absolutely nothing happens. It's like it's just a light show or something. Okay. He doesn't seem energized by it. He doesn't seem damaged by it. Mm, he doesn't. I'm just wondering what happens to well, us. Exactly. I mean, these things, you know, you've got to think about that. But hey, now it is Hooves' go. Mm, 39 points of damage. I just see Burple. Raises his hammer. I just see Burple gently moving further and further. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see going, figures Burple. desperately Sorry. scattering to the four winds. Oh, it's still my go. It's still no, my it's go. Not. Oh, is it? Yeah, still oh, my yeah. go. He says, You fools, you believe you could come to my shrine, my new sanctum, <laughs> and feed me. Instead, all you have brought upon yourselves is destruction. Now join me in the void. <laughs> and everything <laughs> just disappears. And we will pick things up next. Oh, oh, oh no! The fucker. It's the Hadar oh, no. radar we need. It's the Hadar radar time. Mm-hmm. See, see, making assumptions. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.